0: Hello listener, it's New Game Plus, your Pixel Perfect podcast for all things gaming. It's your host, Dan. And your co-host Antonio. And welcome to Patch Notes of March 2021. We made it to March.
1: One whole heckin' year of quarantine.
0: Oh, we'll get to that, but um let's talk about what we released in the month of uh, March. It's been a fun month, so in New Game Plusville. We got to bring back Retro Set Joe for the, uh, I think, the third time
1: now? Yeah, third, fourth. I've I lost track.
0: I, I lost track. But, you know, it was funny. I was watching. I was, like, you know, doing our research. It was literally, like, a year later after his first appearance on the podcast. Dang. Literally. Yeah. His first appearance on the podcast was we released on March 4th of 2020. Hot damn.
1: A month of anniversaries.
0: Right um so yeah we got to talk to him about retro modding gave us a lot of great information that i had no idea about
1: Mm -hmm. like like, and it's it's really interesting as somebody who did uh soft modding back in the day Mm -hmm. with you know like psp and a little bit of like the vita stuff it's really interesting seeing the hardware version of it because i was always scared about actually opening up my device
0: Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm and um it kind of made me interested in the idea, like, oh, maybe I, I would like to play some of my old, like, consoles. I wonder if, you know, if I get, get think get those things more. Like, mod my N64,
1: mod my old PlayStation. Mm-hmm. It would be a fun thing to do. I'm sure both of us have plenty of titles that we would love to share with our audience. mm mm-hmm. uh,
0: Following that, we had our State of the State of 2021,
1: and... It's still live?
0: go alive, i guess go here life
1: support i don't know
0: who knows we will do a stadia in 2022 fingers crossed
1: that we don't look here look, one one other thing i'm gonna like okay i can now talk about this because now i've actually like, played with my xbox for a while uh ga- xbox game pass is everything stadia wanted to be pretty much
0: yeah the netflix of gaming
1: yeah and it's it's so good <laughs> All right, and following that, we
0: had our first two-part in a while, and boy, was it a we, ride. Fuck you, Dan, part
1: one and two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, our new game, Plus64, our best game, video game ever tournament, where we got to invite our friends Rami and Ish, and every time those two are on, you know it was going to be a full shouting match, but so much fun.
1: I I can't believe I got heated on some of those. I was like ready to be like, no, I'm going to be the chill the chill guy while these two fight. Nah. I, I am legit shocked at
0: some moments where he just went full on attacking me for daring to put it on a bracket first of all. <laughs> Jeez, man. Oh,
1: oh man, it was fun though. It was it was so much fun and I I can't believe Flappy Bird won. Yeah, I, yeah. Flappy
0: Bird won. I I I, I you know it came at the, I I I find it weird I put it in a Nintendo bracket, but I guess that was Either drunk or high or something when I made that one.
1: A little bit of both, but you know what? It's okay. It's okay. But now we're kidding. But but ish like really like okay. If you do want to see the winner, go check out those episodes.
0: Yeah, we don't want to spoil it here, but I can honestly say, you, I don't think anyone could have predicted the winner.
1: Yeah, like it, it was one of those. I I was when I when I was in the first round listing like looking at all those brackets as you listed them off. I was like, okay, I have my predictions. But there were so many upsets that happened. And, and there were upsets that I didn't think would be upsets. I thought some games were going to have a clean
0: sweep towards, like, maybe, like, the Elite A, but nah, some of them were knocked out, like, in the first round.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but that was a good time. And I, it's something I would love to do again next March. And I already have ideas for what I'm going to be doing for that one. Uh, for sure. I say, it's not going to be the same thing. I have to switch it up. It can't be the best video game ever. Just stay tuned to next year, guys. Heck yeah. Uh, okay, so other than New Game Plus, we had some episodes, uh, both Dragon the K-Pop Abyss and Now Your Typical Weeps had some great episodes. We talked about the whole Spotify versus Kakao M debacle that happened early in March. Uh, as of recording now, all that music is back, thankfully, so all the K-Pop stans can stop, you know, stop dragging their feet and crying.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, you could just say whining. You really could. Well, no. I, I, whine implies that they're in the wrong. No, I think they're fully in the right. they in the wrong. Whining just whine... implies that they're super loud and potentially annoying about it. You can be you can be right and whining at the same time. I don't. I'm trying not to bring
0: wrath of K-pop stands onto myself. I already do it enough. It's on regular. fine. We're,
1: they feel like they know where I live? <laughs> Maybe I, as I glance <laughs> over to where my neighbors. Are
0: I, I can guarantee you the other cast members that drive the K pop abyss know where you live, Antonio? Shh,
1: they don't know that. Um,
0: and now your typical weeds, we got to talk about some fun shipping that we, you know, uh, an anime that we love. So, um, quick question, Antonio. You, are you a fan of my hero academia? Uh, yeah. What's your Deku ship?
1: Deku Ochako. Oh, okay, or right. or Deku Tsuyu. Either one. Okay, fond, those, fond those fond. are the two
0: right answers to me. Okay, but we have now a we knew have we do have a full like theory now that everyone who's a fan of My Hero Academia has a Deku ship. Yeah,
1: abso- absolutely. Everyone, it's yep. definitely not Deku Mineta. Definitely didn't keep that in the recesses of my mind because I knew that nobody. What? Thank you for
0: putting it in my head now, <laughs> you jerk. I now have to imagine it. Oh. <laughs> Let let's move on. And uh, Will Branch, the grape, no one likes the grape. No one does. Uh, Will Branch, hi. We uh, concluded a couple of mysteries in the month. We uh, got to kind of wrap up a one shot mystery uh, following Lorelai's family. It was a lot of fun. There was a lot of tears. And oh boy, um you guys are in the treat for a treat for the next round of episodes. Because um I'll put it this way: I hope you all watch Back to the Future. Ooh. Hmm. We're we're doing some fun time shenanigans. Alright. Um, yeah, so that's all the shows we have. Um, let's talk about some of the big news that happened in the month of March. Uh there's one that I really want to talk about because it's something near and dear to me and Antonio's hearts. And that is Evo has a new owner.
1: Evo's back, baby!
0: Sony has teamed up with RTS. It's a kind of a seems like a just a startup company here. They have teamed up with RTS to buy Evo. This is big
1: news, guys. It is absolutely huge. And, like, I spent a good day or so just thinking about what this means for Evo. And I came to the conclusion of I think it's a really, really good thing.
0: Honestly, this is the best case scenario for them, personally. Mm
1: -hmm. Like, there are Uh, some people that are like, oh, if Sony buys it, it'll become more, like, what What's the word like, like, not, st- not sterile, but like, yeah, like it's very esports, very like rigid and like not really grassroots. It, d- it doesn't have that like heart, you know? Hmm. Um, and that is a fear that I will admittedly have. And, um, the other fear that people have had because, of course, oh, Sony bought it, what's gonna happen to Smash?
0: It, it, if you guys are worried for Smash and Evo, it shouldn't be Sony you be worried about it. it's fucking nintendo guys yeah like if there's anyone that's gonna block
1: yeah somebody said that they're they're chill with it it's it's up to nintendo to make sure that they can play nice for god's sakes
0: back in the last couple of years i'm pretty sure Tekken was playing on pcs mm-hmm. so it's not gonna i'm pretty sure they're open to the idea of like other consoles it's well here's yeah. here's what's probably gonna happen you're gonna see like a huge Sony presence first of all in like the convention side,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: games could still vary depending on what's gonna be what's picked.
1: You'll you'll see. I I'm expecting Sony bias. I'm not expecting like Sony running the table essentially.
0: Exactly, exactly. They I think they bought Evo knowing what Evo is all about and knowing the energy that Evo brings. I don't think they want to interfere with that because mm-hmm. they
1: know that, that would cause everyone to sour on it and stop going. Yeah, and having a bunch of having that big name company behind such a big fighting game tournament just one lends weight to it, and also depending on how much funding Sony gives to Evo, can elevate it to an even greater place. Yeah, because you know Evo is already seen as
0: like the Olympics of fighting games. Personally, Mm -hmm. because everyone comes around the world, central area, it's Las Vegas, so. You know, it's huge. It's an important event for a lot of people. And I'll be honest, guys. Like, after last year's debacle, and we already talked about it here, what happened, it was going to be hard for people to kind of bring, for people to trust the people behind Evo again. And to bring Sony here, I think adds credibility and, in my hope, adds a bit of structure to making things more safer.
1: Mm -hmm, Because I feel like Sony isn't going to chance having another debacle like that.
0: Does this mean we're gonna lose stuff like after parties at like uh, casinos? Maybe, but if that prevents like you'll, some,
1: you'll lose official after parties. Maybe you'll have like mm-hmm. maybe a get together and like it might be like more regulated, kind of like a a happy hour sort of thing, and not like a full on like rave or whatever. But you know, there's gonna be a lot of people I'm in sorry, their hotel enough. rooms with a bunch of nope. like consoles and whatnot. can can you repeat that
0: you kind of cut off there for a moment
1: um so like evo uh if sony buys evo right we might lose the official after party right Mm -hmm. you -hmm. might lose the really big like big old parties or big old you know whatever held in a club and all that going crazy and it might be more like a happy hour sort of thing but you know this is vegas there's going to be a buttload load of hotel parties with just consoles in every hotel room and like money matches going left, right, and center. And you know take a take a shot every time Yoshimitsu does his little like stab himself special in Soul caliber
0: If that were to happen, I'm gonna be straight with you guys here. There better be an increase in accountability because it's one thing to remove a risk in these big official after parties. but now for these things that go private, is frankly to me an even bigger risk because then there's no one official eyes watching that stuff so i hope this leads to an increase of like hey if if there's reports that shady shit happened in these hotel rooms there better be some goddamn action for that like consequences for that
1: if if they're if they're players get them get them dq'd if they're not players revoke their badges like like real talk like we're the we're the city of sin but like we don't play around when, when it comes to, to uh, like, well, I mean, I would say we don't play Because I do not
0: want to hear more stories about what happened when that, uh, all that stuff about evil happened last year. That stuff with that former uh, organizer, I yeah. never want to see that shit again. The stuff with the players, I never want to see that shit again.
1: Yeah, last year, last year, I feel really shook up the fighting game scene. And, I, and see, I thought it was just going to shake up the fighting game scene in terms of like, oh, everything's moving online. How are th- how is the fighting game t- tournament gonna adapt? Not like oh, here's our fucking players acting like fucking preying study. on kids. Yeah. So,
0: I, I, and I hope because Sony will never ever let that be linked to them. So that's why I'm. I try to hope is like that will hopefully we'll see like a decrease of that shit mm-hmm. and a uh, and and, uh, and a focus on also safety. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, with Evolution Championship Series coming up, they already announced that first few games that's going to be part of their online event coming up in August, I believe. mm mm-hmm. uh, So you got the usual ones. You got uh, you got your Street Fighter. You got MK11. You got... Uh, what else have we got here? Um, hold on. Tekken on there? Uh, actually, yes. Tekken will be on there. And uh, Guilty Gear Strive. Yeah. So two out of four games have great netcode. <laughs>
1: It's good it's better than what it bef- before.
0: And with more games to be announced soon. So who knows? Maybe Smash will be on there. Oh, there's there's online that Smash.
1: there's that Melty Blood Fighter that, that was announced. That recently. was announced out of nowhere. Yeah, that's still. I might, I might need to check that out. Um mm-hmm. uh,
0: so yeah, um, I wish Evo all the best of luck. Um I really hope with this announcement on the online store that the Canon Brothers get to reveal their League of Legends fighting game. <laughs> I'm hoping.
1: I really think really that would be,
0: cool. be a good way to like generate hype again.
1: Yeah Ari Mains Rise Up.
0: <laughs> we
1: know she's in the game. We saw her in like early footage. Ari Mains Rise Up.
0: <laughs> I don't know any other characters in the league, so yeah. <laughs> um some other big news here. Um Sony is a little bit under fire again for some rumors that they're gonna be shutting down the PlayStation 3, PSP
1: and Vita stores coming soon. That yeah. sucks. And not even not even like, oh, you can't buy them anymore. Like you just can't play those games. They're they're done. Again, this whole puts my
0: fear of the all digital future right into forefront again.
1: Yeah. Like I'm using Xbox as my like test drive into like a near a near digital collection. And it's nice, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, but what if? And like seeing stuff like this just really drives that nail home of like boy howdy I <laughs> I miss just being able to pop a disc in or a cartridge in and just playing game.
0: hmm Uh but who knows? Maybe this leads to emulation for the PS five. I that'd be great. I'll take that. If it mm-hmm. means I'll I'll gladly pay another ten bucks for the old games I know if it means I can play them.
1: Yeah.
0: You know? Uh Absolutely. Is there any other news you kind of want to cover before we move on to what we've been playing? Uh,
1: Nothing else that really comes directly to mind, no. No, okay, yeah.
0: All right, so, uh, Antonio, what have you been kind of playing this month?
1: Monster Hunter Rise.
0: Okay, I, I am so on the fence about that. So tell me, is it worth getting day one?
1: It is so good. Oh, my God. I have stayed up way too late for the past couple of days playing Rise. It's so good. I love it. Um... As somebody whose first uh, Monster Hunter was Monster Hunter World, uh, that game was really, really easy to get into um, Mm -hmm. and really, really fun, and I liked it. Rise, I feel, is everything that World did, but better. Hmm. It may be on a smaller console, and it sucks that instead of 16-player lobbies, you're locked to 4-player lobbies, but there are so many other positives that i feel that set it aside apart from world like all the major quality of life changes that world brought like the radio menu um these new movement options where instead of a clutch claw you have what are known as wire bugs um but they they serve a similar purpose Hmm. Um, like they're they're all there it's relatively easy to get into like yeah there are some things that monster hunter doesn't teach you whether it's like advanced techniques with your weapon or like certain things about upgrading armor that's kind of always been there i'm and you kind of just have to learn from the community or learn from videos and that is definitely a negative for a lot of people i kind of just sit there and take it in stride and because there's i i'm having fun just hitting monsters and and going at it and in terms of like monster variety, I feel like it kicks the shit out of world. Like, really? World a, why so? World had a lot of monsters that I would classify as big dinosaurs. That's pretty hmm. much what they were. They were just big dinosaurs. You had like the Great Jagras, you had, uh, you know, you had uh, Anjanath, which is literally just a fire breathing T Rex. Uh, you had T Rex, you know, Barioth, Sabertooth tigers, and stuff like this. Um, there were there were like Toby Kadachi, like that was like a mix from like a flying squirrel and like a snake, which was really cool. But overall, they were all very reptilian and like Hmm. that was it. It was like big reptile or like big fuzzy thing. I don't know. Like maybe it was because of also how the graphics of World were like everything seemed really down to earth. There wasn't really anything fantastical. Um. Whereas with World or with uh, with Rise, immediately there's like two or three monsters that I've fought in the lower levels that I'm like, oh my god, this thing looks so cool! Like uh, this, I think it's like Tetranodon, which is like this big like kappa turtle sumo wrestler thing, really really awesome. There's the Kezu, which is bone chillingly frightening. Uh, You have to see it to believe it. Uh, and then and just like just other monsters that are smaller, but like the the variety. it just seems brighter. Also, you get a pet dog as well as your pet cat. And that's, that's what's cool. selling me on it. <laughs> the doggo. the doggos, you can customize the look of your dog, your cat, give them custom uh, like little, little voice banks. It's so it's so good. Um like my my finger
0: is like so close to my switch, and I already have Monster on rise in my cart. And like, Fighting it back. Whether or not am I going to get it yet? And you're you're I,
1: I would say, give it a shot. Give it a shot, and if you don't like it, see if you can get a refund.
0: I, uh, I mean, I probably like it. I'm. I i do not doubt I will like it. It's just that, um, I, again, um, I just want to know, a few more questions. are like, have you been playing it on handheld or on TV?
1: I've been playing it on TV. I've been using the Pro controller as my main controller. How does it look it, compared to World? It looks amazing. Yes. Okay the graphical fidelity isn't as good as World was because it's running on a Switch instead of, like, you know, a PS4, and the difference between those two specs is admittedly a pretty decent gap. Mm. But with what World does, with its cutscenes and even just its in-game graphics, you never feel like it's bad. It's not... they're not bad graphics. They're just... they're, they're not... Hyper realistic 4K where you can see every single fuzz on, like, you know, this monster's butt. <laughs> but it's still, it's still good. And like the character creators, really, really diverse. The lighting's really good. The music is top tier. Okay. Well, fuck, man. I think I'm going to be
0: playing this game very soon in that case.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah. You know, you know. As soon as you tell people you play, you're playing Monster Hunter Rise. Even if you're, even if you're new, even if you're your first time in, there are going to be people that want to do hunts. Whether it's being in your lobby and helping you with uh, your multiplayer hunts, or like you guys doing your own thing, but just sitting in the same room and chatting, being like, "Oh, I'm hunting this." "Oh, yeah, I'm hunting this." And just like kind of just going at it there. It's a very, it's a very big, very close community. Also, one, yeah. one other thing that I forgot to mention between world and whatnot. Um, that I, I never realized was I never realized I needed this change until uh, I saw it in Rise. But with world, when you your, your story, your, your, your main campaign was tied directly to just like your progress. In other words, like, if you were doing your story quest, right? You were doing story quests A, B, and C. And you could do those single-player. Um, you could also do them multiplayer. It didn't matter if you did them single-player or multiplayer. You just did them and you made progress through the story, which sounds cool and all. But when you're stuck, when, when someone is like, oh, I want to do this this kind of hunt that's later on in the story and you're not there and you have to progress that story that much farther in order to get to a point where they want to do multiplayer with you it kind of sucks, yep. and it, it kind of you know near the i don't want to say end of world's life but more recently you have a lot of higher level people that just jump into lower level stories body the monster in like 30 seconds and then fly away you know or you know that's the end of that which is a great carry for the low level person but it doesn't really teach them anything about fighting the monster whereas with rise it looks like there are two separate progress lines, one of which is single player and the other one is multiplayer. Oh. So if you want to just do multiplayer with people, I fought, I fought creatures in multiplayer that I haven't even seen in single player yet. And I'm thankful for that because now I have this gear that I've learned in multiplayer and I've fought it, fought it before. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, when I get ready to fight it in single player, I'm, I'm good to go.
0: Okay. Shit, man. I think I have I have legit, legit been sold. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh by the way, you kind of mentioned this a few times, like you you were the first one of us to be on that current gen like train now, man. Mm. Because uh you lucky bastard managed to win not only did you win an Xbox Series X, you got it from one of our favorite developers of all time.
1: Yeah, yu a Fuku Studios, makers of yu Fucking Xbox. I didn't think it was real. I really didn't. I, I I opened the box and it's like Xbox Series X, and I'm like, holy shit! Oh god, they weren't lying. Oh, they weren't lying. <laughs> this is a whole ass Xbox. You got the fucking fridge. It looks so weird, but it's, yeah, oh,
0: it's, nice. it's neat.
1: Did you put a did you put a vape smoke under it? <laughs> oh my god, uh, that that's literally the first thing I said. When I took it out of the box, I'm like, yeah, and that's where you put that's where you put your vape to make it smoke. <laughs> oh man, that must have been sweet. <laughs> it's nice. It's it's fun. I, I mainly use it for Game Pass. I haven't actually bought yeah. any like actual games, but I do have to say, I am really, really happy that it is backwards compatible all the way to the, the original Xbox. Because I have some 360 games, and funnily enough, I found I found the copy, the Xbox One copy of Code Vein. That I had, that I Whoa. that I found, that I uh, that my that my wife won at TwitchCon, uh, and I'm like, oh shit, I can play this now. <laughs> so I might I might be checking out Code Vane.
0: No, oh, do mind. it, man. I've I've done it. I I, I checked it out for a few t- streams, and
1: I had fun. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, I guess I'll, I'll
1: take my turn then. Yeah, because you yeah been up, uh, you've been up to some really good stuff too.
0: Yeah. So this entire month, um, I've been streaming a bunch of ghost of tsushima nice How I, was I it finally, it is i can honestly see why it's been on so many game of the year lists mm-hmm. it is a fantastic game if you really wanted to live in a, a kira kurosawa film this is it right here mm.
1: so um, my it's funny it's funny that because like my fingers been hovering over that buy now button for ghost i've just been like kind of i don't know if it's really up my alley but what would you what would you say about it okay so i i didn't know how much
0: i missed big open world and it's a big open world dude. it's it's an open world it's an open world game Damn, that- and and this area and the first, even the starting area is huge i can go from one side of the island all the way to the other and it would take me a good 10 minutes to get through
1: oh dang
0: yeah, and um, combat is super fluid. It's super intuitive. I'm parrying like a motherfucker. It's so good. I switched it up, being like a noble samurai to being a shitty ass ninja, killing him from the shadows. It's so good. The oh, headshots galore.
1: Like, you can you can change like roles, like like classes.
0: It, there's, no, there's no class change. It's all about how you want to play the game.
1: Oh, so it's just it's just your play style.
0: Yeah. Ooh. I'll, I'll i'll find like a random mongolian camp like yeah you know what? i'll just do a standoff and the standoffs are so much fun where you just you hold your button a guy faces you whoever flinches whoever attacks first you release the button attack instant kill others come at you attack 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 and four people are dead before you even like and then you draw back your short sword back in the seat it's so oh, fucking you cool do
1: the, you do like the whole like anime thing yes
0: yes <laughs> It's so much fun, and it helps clears. It helps clear out like a bunch of the enemies at once. Uh, or sometimes I feel like you know what, I'm just gonna hide from the top and just start sniping everyone with arrows. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. Um, it's it's a really engaging story. Uh, my only my criticism, like I think the main character is kind of boring, but mm-hmm. the side characters, your your allies, are have some really compelling side stories. If I found myself like doing all those on stream. Before I actually continue on with the main story, oh, it, it it scratched that itch for me was like, oh shit, there's stuff there I can do. Uh, well, I'm gonna spend like a whole day doing all the side quests, collecting all the fox shrines, collecting all the the, the, uh, the hot springs, doing all the shrines. There's a lot of stuff to do in this game.
1: You know, it's it's really funny that you mentioned the whole like collecting thing. When I was younger, I never understood collectathons. Like the whole like banjo kazooie craze and all that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the biggest collectathon I would have is maybe Super Mario, but even then I didn't really worry too much about it. I just kind of went to the story and that was it. As I get older, I'm starting to realize like, man, when you just have when you just have time, and you're just like, but what if I want to collect all the things? Like it's it's fun. Yeah,
0: and I can honestly like once I'm done with it, I might have to reconsider my list again. <laughs> It's it's the same oh, thing that happened with you in eighties. Oh boy, fuck! I I I might have to reconsider my list. Um, other than that, yeah, you kind of teased us here. I did a charity stream to benefit Parkinson's Foundation. Uh, managed to raise my goal of two hundred dollars. I cannot thank everyone enough for donating to that. Uh, while I was doing that, I got to play through, um, the like the first third of it takes two. The new game by Joseph Farris and Light, the same creator of, as A Way Out. Oh, how is it? It is a fantastic game to play with your significant other. Ooh. it is one of those types of games. It's so much fun to play with co op, and the online of it is really well because, you know, obviously with current conditions, she couldn't be, uh, she couldn't be here to uh, play with me, but um, it's really smooth online. It's like really good. No hiccups at all. Nice. So, yeah, check that game out. Um, Again, thank you so much for everyone who donated. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I'm probably going to wait a while to do that again because I, I was like exhausted. I gave away a lot of great games, and I still have a lot more to give away for future charity streams. And good times, man. I'm just uh, you did, so happy about you,
1: it. You did great,
0: dude. Thanks, oh. man. I, that means a lot. Uh, so, yeah. Speaking of that, uh, it has been a year since our first episode where we talked about going into quarantine, I re-listened to those episodes, and I'm thinking, like, these motherfuckers are so naive, thinking they'd be done within the next, maybe, month or two. Oh,
1: I know. We were so dumb. Oh, God, we were idiots. Yeah, no, if we stay indoors and wear our masks... I mean, to be fair, if we all stayed indoors and wore our masks, we probably would have been out of this. But anyway...
0: Yeah, well, being mad society aside, um clearly that's not the case and we are still living in a quarantine world it has been um it's been a year guys it has been a rough year for a lot of people some more than others you know i i just recently got my second vaccination
1: so at least i i can
0: have that peace of mind you Dude, got your first grab-
1: i got my first yeah april april 10th <laughs> is is going to be my my second and i know it's going to kick my ass so you know what mm, it it's will. for it's going to be worth
0: it then me and you'll be going to Krispy king cream our free donut every day oh yeah let's go <laughs> uh, but um you know at some things i want to reflect on in this past year of quarantine is like one thing i want to give credit to for helping me like kind of get through mentally was not just video games and streaming because obviously we can say both of us can say that mm-hmm. but having this this podcast to do on a weekly basis giving me something to focus on really helped us time, kept my mind sharp. It gave me a chance to just stay in touch with so many great people. Mm -hmm. Honestly. And being able to talk to you on a weekly basis also has also helped a lot. So, you know, it's important as we kind of looking back in this past year to find what kept us going.
1: Yeah. And like, like it, it really goes to show like just having that, that sense of normalcy of we, we kept at it like you kept producing episodes throughout this quarantine constantly, week after week after we week. We never
0: missed an episode until our, like our Christmas
1: break, yeah. And that was that was ones that we expected to miss because we were like, okay, break time for the holidays. Like, but that
0: no, is... I, I made it a point to never miss an episode because of mm-hmm. that. And even in and because of this quarantine, we got to also talk to so many cool people that past year i think this past year has been like our biggest get for like guests
1: yeah this, i mean to, to, to think this is the same year where we started we kicked off this year talking with dan sundstrom
0: mm-hmm. but the stuff we did last year we talked to, talk, we talked to uh Juan from uh the creator the creator of no straight roads mm-hmm. uh, so, as well uh, as mod that the decomposers
1: man like i can't wait to see what their next game is
0: Neither can I. I I cannot wait to see there. I hope they uh, continue to collaborate. Anything Mm. you kind of want to say about like reflecting on the quarantine this past year? Uh,
1: I have become Stockholm syndrome to my house. (laughs) I honestly like it's one of those. There, there are so many things where like after the vaccinations and everything, it's like of course, of course, I want to go out. I want to have get small get together's with people, but like I want to go to izakayas. I want to go to karaoke and get drunk and sing songs mm-hmm. and you know, have all that fun. But beyond, like, I, w- I want to go to round one for sure. Like round one is going to be one of the first visits that I do after I'm after I'm fully vaccinated two weeks after mm. I get my dose. But the, the bigger thing is even after all of it, I'm still going to keep in mind like work life balance. Um, Because I know back in the day, back before, in the before times, I was very quick to just always offer up my free time to work if they needed it, because I thought that it would get me like brownie points and stuff. But nowadays, it's like, well, no, actually, I planned on streaming today. So I have other commitments. I'm sorry. I want to sit back and relax today. I'm being more mindful of having time for me and my own both mental and physical health. Mm -hmm. i'm Mm -hmm. i'm trying to i i I know for a fact that after quarantine i'm still going to be masking up because i can't believe i let you fuckers breathe on me before (laughs) 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 but yeah it's like like, i just because i'm vaccinated doesn't mean it's over you know Mm. i still want to practice all of those same uh, things I'm pretty sure washing my hands after I come back indoors from outside is now fully ingrained within my muscle memory. Yep. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how uh, it'll actually be really interesting to see how stuff like offline tournaments work. Because if Strive comes out and I and it, and I click with it and I want to learn and like offline tournaments and get together start happening, I I want to try for it. If anything, put yourself just, out there, yeah, yeah, just so I can get better.
0: I think I'm in a similar boat where um, I always consider myself like a freaking a huge introvert even before quarantine, and I still consider myself there now. But goddamn, if this whole year did not make me maybe me miss people, like just hanging out with
1: people, <laughs> <laughs> it really did. There's there's a difference between you know, oh, I'm an introvert, and being an introvert helped me survive through quarantine because admittedly it did. Because I'm like, okay, I don't have to go outside as much. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Live indoors, DoorDash, okay. But when you can't go outside and hang out with people, like, oh. Yeah, it's like, okay, do that for a year now. And also like 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 we I'm sure we both had that moment where it's like we're we're like, man, I'm bored. You know what? Let me call up this guy and see if they wanna oh wait. Can't quarantine. Mm -hmm. Damn it. But uh
0: yeah, so we just wanna thank all you listeners for all our shows for sticking with us you guys are the reason why we kept on doing this and putting our content for you guys and especially also the people on our respective channels i also want to thank all of our cast members for our other productions and, and we do
1: we do sincerely hope that even if it's just one of y'all like we helped we as in new game plus productions have yeah. also helped get you through this quarantine yeah
0: if we did like if we Gave you like an hour of like being able to forget about the world, then that's more than enough for us. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's another month down, another patch notes done. So we're on our way to April. We are, this is going to be episode 94. We have six more episodes. So we hit episode 100. We still don't have any clue what we're doing. Nope. <laughs> no, we, we're starting, the panic is starting to set in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh,
1: where can people find you, Antonio? You can find me streaming at twitch.tv slash AKL Trifecta. You can find me on my socials, Facebook, and Twitter, also AKL Trifecta, and YouTube at AKL Trifecta.
0: You can find myself on twitch.tv slash the player one Same thing on both Instagram and Facebook. You can also find me on Twitter at PerpetualPlayer. I'm actually considering switching that up a bit to have it all be the same, so stay tuned, everybody. But um, And yeah, you can also find me on all the other NGP Productions podcast because I have no life, and I apparently have decided to spread myself thin <laughs> this whole time. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't sleep. That's my secret, guys. I never sleep. Um, and if you like what we do, please leave us a rating, a comment on um, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to our show. And if you really, really, really like us, please share with your friends. It really helps us grow, and check out our other shows, too. So, until the next episode, guys, please stay safe, please stay indoors, please continue to wear your mask, and we'll see you on the next episode of New Game Plus.
1: Bye everybody. Have a good one.